Have you ever done something countercultural? Do you ever wonder why so many people say they value love and yet they seem to show it in such different ways? It's a brand new month and I want to have a brand new conversation that doesn't focus on the commercialization of love. We are in the month of February and in the first episode of the month, we are going to take the love discussion a little bit deeper. Can I get an amen? Along those same subject lines, I received a five-star review entitled, Amen to That from Etsy Creator 1000. And it says, Corey is so well-spoken and is speaking the words out that are in my heart. I found myself amening to her several times. I love how God is using her voice and I can't wait to see what will come. Thank you so much for leaving a review. It truly means the world to me. These reviews are so encouraging to myself. They testify to future listeners and they position you to be featured in our weekly newsletter and a future episode. If you're listening to this now, please head over to iTunes and leave your very own review because I would love for you to be the next feature. But for now, let's explore how I boldly said no and confidently explored the question, why not do it different? Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to the Treasured Mama podcast. I'm Corey Messer, a Kingdom Life coach and messy mompreneur. And I want to know if you're like me. Have you ever felt like you've lost yourself in all the things, or perhaps you just need some encouragement on this messy journey of authentic motherhood? In this space, we love sharing routines, rhythms, and real stories of real moms as we declutter our heads, our hearts, and our homes to discover clarity and confidence. If you're ready to gain clarity on who God designed you to be, create simple systems for a more peaceful household, and connect with other mamas doing the same, this podcast is right up your alley. My prayer is this episode will encourage you, so grab a drink, take a mommy moment, and listen in to today's goodness. Hey, Treasure Mama, Coach Corey here, and today we are talking about what works for you, even if it looks different than what you've seen modeled. And because it is the 1st of February, I would love to spend a little bit of time speaking about that exact word, love. Let's dive in first, starting with a story. I would love to know from you if you have ever had an experience where society expected you to do one thing, or culture tried to make you believe things had to be a certain kind of way but you knew in the depths of your soul that just wasn't right for you. Either it didn't fit with your family schedule or it caused you to compromise some of the things that you have committed to. What I have realized when my beliefs have been challenged is it is worth pressing into and exploring why. Because sometimes when culture challenges our beliefs, it helps us uncover that we either don't know why we believe what we believe, and that can be a gift to lead us on a road of greater understanding, even if we uphold the same beliefs. Sometimes it will help us stand stronger in our convictions because we have a greater understanding and we know it so well that we can actually articulate it to somebody else. 
when I have believed something my whole life and I know that's what I believe, but I don't have words for it, then when I go back into the Bible and I see where it is clearly written in scripture, I feel so good about that because I have a deeper, more holistic understanding of scripture. I'm more firmly planted in my convictions and I show up with a different level of confidence. I used to always, always, and I smile at the thought of it now. I really didn't perceive that there was any other way to start a new year other than planning to the point of exhaustion, having the matching markers with the overpriced planner and the matching stickers. And I know it sounds so goofy to think about that now, but that's really how it was for me. I got so caught up in the hype of that time of year. However, what I knew for me though was that it felt really rushed. For me, December is a time of restoration with my family. Even if it feels busy, we've learned to say no to a lot of the things so we can say yes to the most important things. And for us, that is relationship. I was really missing out on the gift of the now, the present. And I decided I was going to envision a different experience for myself and my family. I decided to cast vision, to become curious on how I could personalize my week, my month, my quarter, my year, so that it works for the season that myself personally and my family is in. And for many years, this meant staying home a lot more because we had multiple young children or I was pregnant or I was nursing a baby. And truly, we are just now seeing what it could look like to be out of that season. Our youngest one is a year old. Now, December is reserved for relationship because January is a time where many people are starting all the new things and there's kind of this cultural push to do that. It's a very surface level reason to do it if you don't have something deeper that is rooting you, grounding you, planting you. And I like to think of the what is what are you doing in the new year? It's the resolutions, it's the plans, it's the goals. But the why behind the what is your root system. So the why behind me planning is to leave a legacy for my kids. And the legacy that I want to leave my kids is freedom of choice. That is one aspect for myself, to have freedom to choose how you spend your time and whom you spend it with. So I want to model that. I want to have my behaviors exemplify that. And when they don't, I get to ask a question. Why not? And that's where it all started for me. I asked myself, why not? Why not do it different than what culture says, if that's what you believe God is calling you toward? So present day in December, we really use that to invest in our relationships And then in January is when I use the time to plan, to vision cast, to get everything written out on paper, to rebound a little bit from all of the holidays. And it gives me this extra time because for me personally, 
And this would be the next recommendation is number one, explore what it could like. Number two, personalize it and write that down. Because for myself, this idea of needing January to be a little bit more at ease was compounded when I lost my beloved kid brother. The date that he passed was in January and I realized that I naturally need some extra time to process. I naturally need less stuff on the calendar. So when those emotions bubble up, I give myself the gift to process them, to feel them. And I don't run so hard pursuing goals in January that I don't feel the things in my body and then I crash and burn in March or April. That's one example of how I have really shifted things to work for me. It comes down to how are we showing up for ourselves because how we do one thing is how we will do everything. And if we are not seeing the value in personalizing our life experience for ourselves, if we are not loving ourselves enough to do that, how can we ever expect to do that for the people that we profess out of our mouth that we love? And February is a month where there's the very commercialized holiday here in the United States of Valentine's Day. And I love focusing on love. I absolutely do. The challenge I have is when the holiday becomes so commercialized that it's more about the the value and the purity of your love being equated to the expense of a gift you buy or an experience you provide, that taints the essential definition of love. So today, I want to unpack three major types of love that I see exemplified in the Bible. And I encourage you to explore them and see if you have them incorporated in your life. And if you don't, explore, like we talked about in the beginning, get curious, what could a life look like with these three different types of love very present in your life? And from there, create a vision and write it down. Eros, love. This you may think of as physical love, even sexual love, romantic love, eros, E-R-O-S. And this is the type of love I think many people feel you just have to have in a marriage. You can't have this until you're in a marriage. And that is not true. You know, I deeply loved my husband in this capacity before we were married And I would even encourage those of you that are single, that you know that you're called to be in a married relationship down the road, explore what this looks like and write down your non-negotiables for this type of love. And those of you that are married, I encourage you to do the same. My husband and I recently celebrated 10 years of marriage. Thank you, Jesus, for this wonderful man. It's really interesting because a lot can happen in a decade. And for us, that meant having all four of our children, job transitions, different vehicles being purchased, personal growth, depth of understanding in the Bible. I mean, you grow so much in that time. 
one of the things we get to do as a married couple is to revisit some of the things we used to do well and see where we've gotten off track and then vision cast for what it looks like in our current season, write a vision and then walk that out. So that is romantic love. If you wanted to summarize it, the next one is phylos. I think I'm saying that correctly. Phylos love, P-H-I-L-O-S. This can be described as brotherly love. And brotherly doesn't just have to be male to male. Another way to think of this is affection or friendship. And one of the things that I learned after I had experienced some tragedies was the value of expressing what is on your heart in the moment from a place of pure love. You just never know when you will no longer have the opportunity to say, I love you to somebody on earth. We don't know when we will be called to eternity. And there is an urgency. I encourage you to live life with a faith-filled, fervent spirit. Meaning, don't delay on the things you are called to do now. Act on them immediately when you know God has called you to that. And I do believe this is one of those things we often look at after the fact. Oh my goodness, I no longer have the opportunity to express this in this way. What I would give to be able to do that again. Do it while you have the opportunity. I have a couple of friends and we were recently discussing friendship and the depth of friendship. And there were two main things that came out of those discussions. One of them was, I love that we have the type of friendship where we can pick up where we left off. But in addition to that, I really took the time to express and say, even though we have that type of friendship and I value and love and appreciate that, I also get to do better about reaching out consistently. Has that ever happened to you where some of your best friendships and relationships are the ones that become the most neglected because you know they will love you regardless? And I hear that story often. And just because it happens often doesn't mean that it should be acceptable. If this convicts you, I encourage you today, right now, pause this and send that message. Make that phone call, leave that recording, send the text, go speak to the person in person and express how much you appreciate their friendship. The other thing is I was talking to my another friend and I had shared with her how sometimes as friends, we just expect they know how much we appreciate them. I encourage you to say it. Speak those words out. It's so important and we just never know what people are walking through. So I encourage you to do that. Express it. And the third type of love is agape love. You can think of this as sacrificial love, unconditional love, the love of God, the Father. This is what I always think of with agape love. If you want to unpack this, you can go into 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I believe it's verses 1 through 13. Do a, do a study on that. Read through it. It is so powerful to 
even begin to understand the depth of love the Father has for us. This month, we're going to unpack these different kinds of love, different ways to exemplify love, what it looks like for us to show up and be love, even when other people are not showing up in that way. We set the tone. And this year, just remember, so what it is you are desiring. If you are desiring more generosity in your life, go be more generous. If you are desiring more patience, people to treat you with more patience, go demonstrate patience. Be patient with people. The people in your life right now, the clerk at the grocery store. You know, I heard the most lovely way to love on somebody in a tangible way. When I'm going through the grocery store and I see the clerk is having a hard day or I just feel a prompting on my heart from the father, I'll ask them, what is your favorite candy bar? If you could recommend one thing, what would it be? And it appears as if they're asking for the advice of the clerk, but really they're inviting them in to select their own treat. They'll purchase it and then they'll hand it to the clerk on their way out and give them a positive message. You are amazing. Thanks for serving in this way. I love the color of your hair and find a way to just practically lift them up. One more example is I was speaking with a friend today and she is making an incredible planner, homemade. She's created it and she had some odds and ends construction paper that was extra from her dividers. And it reminded me of something I used to do where I would make bookmarks out of those and reuse them or gift them. Or I would simply fold those papers in half, write an encouraging message and leave them in my neighbor's mailbox or put them on a friend's windshield or put them in public somewhere in a random cart or whatnot for somebody to be blessed. So seek those opportunities. If you want to have more blessing in your life, go be a blessing. Go be a blessing. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your love, your agape love. And thank you, Lord, for sharing these other kinds of love to us. Lord, I pray that we never miss an opportunity to express love to somebody, to demonstrate love, to be love, because we know that exemplifies your character. And that gives us an opportunity to praise your name and glorify you. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hey, Mama, one quick thing before you go. If this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can pay it forward is to head over to iTunes, Treasured Mama Podcast, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. 